I want to minister for a few moments on the title influencer. In Proverbs 31, verse 10 in the King James Version, the Bible says this. Who can find a virtuous woman? Who can find a virtuous woman? That means who can find a woman that's filled with valor and strength? We need more women that's filled with valor and strength. For her price is far above rubies. You cannot put a price on someone like this. Whether it be a woman or a man, if they walk in valor, they walk in strength, you can't put a price on it because today in our society, we've got a lot of weak people trying to do strong things. But we need strong people doing mammoth things, great things. And you, I could get into a lot here on this Mother's Day, but I believe our nation needs a wake-up call. Mothers, we need to do this. It needs a wake-up call, and we need to find some really leadership that's filled with valor. And I'll leave that where it is, but we need that. Who can find that virtuous woman? The woman that has that strength. But here's something I want you to know that we need now. Everybody say, we need it now. In the world of marketing and social media, the influencer plays an important role. The influencer is paid big dollars. You may not know that, but all these people that you follow, the more, they, the more you click on and you become a subscriber, you are making sure they're getting paid. Didn't know that probably, but that's the way it goes. So they pay big dollars to promote products. You wear their shoes, you wear their pants, you wear their makeup. They make big bucks. Influencers. From people who were nothing, they became something. I'll give you a case in point. Don't want to mention his name, but I won't mention his name because I don't want to give him credit. But he's an influencer, and he wasn't even a good boxer. Not even a good fighter. Some of your heavyweights in your lower ranks could beat him. But because he's an influencer, he started calling people out that he knew or he thought he could win and beat. And has made multiplied millions, millions, millions of dollars over just telling people he was great. And people bought into it. That's how powerful an influencer is on social media. But why do they get so much money? Because it's all those people, those multiplied thousands of followers that, that like to see them, that like to hear them. Even if it makes them angry, they go, click on, they want to hear what they're saying because they want to get mad at them. Why? We do this because so we can see what they're doing and then, in fact, try to do what they've done. If they're wearing that tennis shoe, I want to wear it. But by definition, an influencer is a person who inspires or guides the actions of others. Notice that word, guides the actions of others. Influencers can be business people and upscale inspirational promoters. That's an influencer. You say, that sounds easy. Anybody can do it. Well, if you, 
If it's easy and anybody can do it, let me see you do it. Get it done. Because you see, an influencer can change things for the good or the bad. The good or the bad. The positive or the negative. They can change literally buying patterns. Things I, you know, things that some of the women that I know, they would never even wear. They said, that, that old thing, I'd never wear that. Influencer does it. Now it's like, oh, that's the thing to wear. Matter of fact, influencers not, not only can change and move buying patterns, they can influence elections. People that don't even need to be in office can be in office because of influencers. We may not completely understand today the role of the influencer. We may not. But make no mistake, this is the way our world turns now. This is the way it works. The influencer. We need more positive, mark this, we need more positive Christ-led influencers. We need more in the world today, and there's none better, hear me, there's none better than the people that sit before me today. None better, than, and especially the beautiful people we celebrate on this Mother's Day. You are, in fact, influencers. Where you go, what you say, what you do, how you act, how you present yourself. You're an influencer. And it's either going to be good or it's going to be bad. And one day we'll stand before the creator of all heavens and earth and we'll give a, an account of our influence and what we've done. But I want to take you today on a little trip in the Old Testament in Esther. Chapter 1, verse 1. And this is what happened. I'm going to talk about some influencers here today. And maybe not one you've ever heard of before in this story. In Esther 1.1 in the NIV, this is what happened, the Bible says, during the time of Xerxes. This is the Xerxes who ruled over 127 provinces stretching from India to Cush. It was major. And because of who he was and what he had accomplished and the things he had overtaken... He decided for a show of power, to show his power and his great vast, his vast wealth and all the things he had procured, procured for 180 days. For 180 days, he wanted everybody to see what he had. But at the end of the show of his power, he held a banquet that lasted seven days for everyone that was within his palace, within the walls. It had to be a major undertaking for seven days that banquet but now there Xerxes which had another name also but that's this was who the NIV calls him his queen's name was someone you may not know Vashti and Vashti because of her actions and her attitude caused some things to happen because she decided he's going to have a banquet. I'm going to have a banquet too. For my harem. 
So in Esther 1.9 in the NIV, it says, Queen Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the royal palace of King Xerxes. So after all the partying and all the drinking and they were all getting feeling good, y'all don't know what I'm talking about. But after seven days of partying, he commanded his seven eunuchs, these are the ones that had been altered physically so they could work with the women in the harem. That's going to say it that way. He said, go bring to me Queen Vashti. Because he's the boss. But in Esther 1, 11 and 12, the Bible says, he says, to bring before him Queen Vashti wearing her royal crown in order to display her beauty to the people and nobles for she was lovely to look at. I want my woman in here so everybody can see how pretty she is. I want her to see, I want everybody to see what I possess. That didn't sit well with Vashti. But when he, the attendants delivered the king's, the king's command, Queen Vashti refused to come. Say what? She refused to come. She would not show up. Then the king. Look at the verse. Then the king became furious and burned with anger. He was ticked off. He was not happy with Vashti, my first influencer I'll mention today. So the king called all of his advisors in. said, I've got a problem. I've got an influencer here in my palace. It just happens to be my wife, Vashti. He said, what should I do with her? Her disobedience. Her lack of responsiveness to me. I'm the king. He said, I'm the king over this disobedient woman, Vashti. Here's what he said, Esther 1.17. For the queen's conduct. Now, this is what the advisor said to him. Now, watch how they deal with an influencer. For the queen's conduct will become known to all women. And so they will despise their husbands. In other words, they're not going to listen to their, their husbands. And say, King Xerxes commanded Queen Vashti to be brought before him, and she would not come. This very day, the Persian and the Median women of the nobility who have heard about the queen's conduct will respond to all the king's nobles in the same way. And there will be no end to disrespect and discord because of Queen Vashti and her decision. She was an influencer. But you had a king that was angry. What did they do? To make a long story short, you can read it later. They banished Vashti from the king's palace. Because she was an influencer. So when you become an influencer, you have to understand how important you are. I can name... A lot of women in here today, I name your names, and you've got to hear me when I tell you, you are an influencer, either good or bad, positive or negative, but you are influencing someone. Watch. They banished her from the king's very presence. But this set the stage. What Vashti did set the stage for a nationwide search for a woman of beauty to fill the void. 
We've got to find a woman that can fill that void. We've, I've got a harem, but I want somebody that's new, different. Men are never satisfied. But this church found a little lady named Esther. They searched the whole kingdom. And here comes Esther. She's a Jew. You don't think that's important now, but let me tell you, it is. In Esther 2, verse 8, the Bible says, And when the king's order and edict had been proclaimed, many girls, many girls were brought. Many. But there's only one influencer in the group. Many were brought to the citadel of Susha and put under the care of Haggai. Esther also was taken to the king's palace and entrusted to Haggai, who had the charge of the harem. The girl pleased him, Esther, and won his favor, influencer. Immediately he provided her with beauty treatments and special food because she had to go through a process. Don't have time to preach about it. They had to go through a long process, months of her eating the right thing, wearing the right thing, being perfumed every day and oiled every day before she could ever see the king. So he provided her with beauty treatments and special food. He assigned to her seven maids selected from the king's palace and moved her and her maids into the best place in the harem. But listen to this. Esther had not revealed her nationality. And her family background because Mordecai, which was important in her life, had forbidden her to do so. And every day he walked back and forth near the courtyard of the harem to find out how Esther was, was and what was happening. And now it progresses. She's there. Her time is coming where she can go before the king. Esther 2 verse 17. Now the king was attached, attracted, attracted. She was an influencer, attracted. And let me tell you something. If you want to be attractive, be an influencer. Nobody wants to be connected to a deadbeat. And if you're connected to a deadbeat, you need to get a live beat. That's just my thinking. And if you think you can change a deadbeat, you usually can't. How many amens can I get from you women? So you find somebody that's got something going. He was attracted to Esther more than any of the other women, and she won favor and approval more than any of the other virgins. So he set a royal crown. Watch this. All the women in the kingdom, all that mighty harem, which I, I don't know the number, I'd have to research it, but I'm, some of those men had, well, Solomon had 900 concubines. 900 concubines. You say, well, that ain't fair. Well, that's just the Bible. I'm just telling you what the Bible said. Don't kill the messenger. So after all these women, he sets a royal crown on her head. Why? Because something was different about Esther. Something was unique about Esther. Esther exuded something that was different. There was a different spirit with her. So he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. One influencer overtook the other. 
and the king gave her a great banquet. And Esther's banquet for all his and, and for all his nobles and officials. He proclaimed a holiday throughout the provinces and distributed gifts and royal liberality. Enter Haman. Haman was one that Xerxes had lifted up. Second in command. And Haman decides, I want to kill all the Jews. He didn't know Esther was a Jew. And he didn't realize she was an influencer. If he had, he might have done it a little differently. So Haman influenced the king Xerxes to make a decree. He didn't make a decree that all the Jews would be slaughtered on, I believe it was March the 7th in their day and time. When that March the 7th rolled around, they were going to kill every Jew and take their property. If you killed them, you got their property. So the king made a decree to get rid of the Jews. In Esther 3.13, it says, Dispatches were sent by couriers to all the king's provinces with the order to destroy, kill, and annihilate all the Jews. Young and old, women with little children on a single day. The 13th day of the 12th month, the month of Adar, to plunder their goods. But Mordecai sent a word to Esther. Mordecai had adopted Esther. Mordecai, which was known by the king, Xerxes, because he actually had saved Xerxes. He was a Jew, but he had saved him, kept him from dying. So Mordecai sends a word to Esther about the impending doom. We're in trouble. So Esther 4.12 says, when Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Watch this, Esther. Listen to your, your adopted father. He sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you are alone of all the Jews that will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your family's, her father's family will perish. Make no mistake of it. You will perish. And who knows, but this is important. But who knows, but that you have come to this royal position for such a time as this. Ladies, gentlemen, we're in that position now. There's slaughter. Goodness is trying to be annihilated in our nation. Good people are being laid waste. Somebody's going to have to stand up and say something. And I believe you women are some of the ones that need to start speaking up and speaking out. And let's get the job done. Esther was one little woman. She was an influencer, and she used what she had to influence Xerxes. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai. Now watch this, the influencer. Here she goes to work. She didn't just stand around and be pretty. She did something. Watch. Go gather together, she said, all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. And I and my maids will fast as you do. Even this is done 
when this is done, I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. I can't go to him. He has to summons me. And if I perish, I perish. She said, if I die, I die. So you do understand, if she goes to see the king unannounced, he will have her killed. Have her decapitated or hung. So on Esther 5, verse 1 and 2, on the third day, Esther put on her royal robes. She stood in the inner court of the palace in front of the king's hall. She's standing just waiting. The king was sitting on his royal throne in the hall facing the entrance. She didn't walk in yet. And when he saw Queen Esther through the doors, standing in the court, he was pleased with her and held out his go- her the golden scepter. If he had not held out the golden scepter, she would have died. So Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. In Esther 5, 3, and 4, then the king asked, now this is important, what is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even to half of my kingdom, I'll give it to you. Oh, my God. Here she had him. She had been an influencer, and now she's got King Xerxes. She's got control of him. What is your request? Even to half the king, and it will be given to you. If it pleases the king, replied Esther, let the king together with Haman come today to a banquet I have prepared for him. So in Esther 7, Verse 1, the king and Haman went to dine with Queen Esther. At her request, she asked for Haman and the king to come to a banquet with her. Oh, boy. She is an influencer. She's setting up Haman. Only a woman can do that. Setting him up. We are so dumb. So king... And Haman went to dine with Queen Esther, and they they were drinking wine on the second day. The king again asked Queen Esther, now watch, what's your petition? What do you want? It will be given to you. What is your request? Even up to half the kingdom. And then Haman had to hear that. It will be granted. Then Queen Esther answered, if I have found favor with you, O king, if it pleases your majesty, grant me my life, this is my petition. And spare my people, this is my request. For I and my people have been have." have been sold for destruction and slaughter and annihilation. If we had merely been sold as male and female slaves, I would have kept quiet because no distress would justify disturbing the king. King Xerxes asked Queen Esther, Who is he? What maniac did this to you? Where is the man who has dared to do such a thing? He's sitting there drinking his wine. Can you hear him bubbling? Then Esther said, the adversary and enemy is this vile Haman. (laughs) Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. Then king got up in rage, left his wine and went out in the palace garden. But Haman, realizing that the king had already decided his fate, stayed behind to beg Queen Esther for his life. Tables have now turned. The influencer has changed the influence of Haman. She gained the position of Vashti. And now she's about to save a nation. Watch. 
And the king, here's Haman's pleading with Esther, and I believe he might have got a little physical with her. I'm not sure. Because it says, just as the king returned, verse 8, from the palace garden to the banquet hall, Haman was falling on the couch where Esther was reclining. He's laying there with her. He's there. The king exclaimed, will he even molest the queen while she is with me in the house? What fool would do that? And as soon as the, as, as the word left the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. Then Harbonah, one of the eunuchs attending to the king, said, A gallows, 75 feet high, stands by Haman's house. Haman had built a gallows to kill Mordecai. Esther's adopted father. Things are starting to backfire on old Haman. If it had been me, I'd have built that where it would have been a little loose. He made it for Mordecai, who spoke up to help the king. See, he saved the king. Haman didn't know that. The king said, hang him on it. Oh, my God. I have built my own gallows. Have you ever felt like you've built your own gallows? Have you ever felt like you've, you're, the pain you're feeling is self-inflicted and you've hung yourself there? A lot like Haman, because you don't know how to conduct yourself. You don't know what to say in the right time. And sometimes you need to keep your mouth closed because you're speaking the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong person. Amen? So they hanged Haman on the gallows he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the king's fury was subsided. Esther, make no mistake of it, Esther used her beauty and cunning to save a nation, save her people. Truly, she was born for such a time as this. Ladies, hear me. You have a great ability. That's the reason I read this so carefully. Vashti and Esther. You have an ability like Esther the Jew. Now remember, she became a queen in a hostile nation. They didn't want Jews. So now she's become queen in a hostile nation. Just like her, you have been created. Let me say it clearly. I believe it with all my heart. You have been created for such a time as this. I believe that. The kingdom of God needs you, and the church of Jesus Christ needs you. If the women become the influencers that I know that you can become, we will change the face of the church.